Celtic are going to make another change. You're listening to The Substance on the Yellow Card Podcasting Network. Substance is hosted by Stephen Brandt and former Sounders fan of the year at Duffy Alverson and brought to you in conjunction with Away Days Football, the makers of high-quality football-inspired clothing for the casual looking for something to wear to matches. Use code YELLOWCARD at checkout to get 15% off your entire order at awaydaysfootball.com. And now, here's the guys. Fortunately, it is the guys this week. Um, and that yeah, away is Martin's evil. Martin's evil this past time. Now, I know <laughs> Duffy's got... Duffy's got a room and a closet for a <coughs> full of jerseys, and I was telling this in, in the pre in the pre show. Um, when I first put him on, oh, crap, four four almost five years ago at this point. Wow, I only had that three, long already. I only, yeah, I'm beginning to think about it because it's been a while. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you you bridged between you bridged between me losing the bookstore for the last time in this job, and I've been I've been there for four years at this point. I only had three jerseys. <laughs> I'm upwards. I'm almost at the end of what I need for jerseys now. <laughs> I I need a um, Southampton one because of because of Matt Markstone. Yep, I, I hear you I've there. Always, I've always been kind of partial to St. Etienne because I wrote a really wonderful piece, and I don't remember who I wrote it for. It's the sad thing, yeah. Duffy, with how long I've been writing. I can usually yeah. figure out, okay, this one's here, this one's there. I could Google it. I wrote a really good St. Etienne piece about the rise and fall of them. I don't mm-hmm. remember where it went. Yeah. At all. That's funny. Yeah, That's it's funny. one of those going, shit, where is that? <laughs> I've, I've always wanted, and I've gotten more into because I can wear them at work, collared yeah, jerseys. Cool. Collared yeah. jerseys right now. Not that it doesn't stop me with a, without a collar me throwing under a polo, but I've been, I've wanted a Sinetian jersey for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm looking online. The problem with Saint Etienne is they're usually brutally expensive, or yeah. in the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I I'm lucky. I can go men's medium, men's small, European small is smaller than American small. I found that out when I bought my Queens Park Rangers shirt. Uh, and I can also like you wear a youth large or a youth extra large. So I have a lot more range of buying. Yeah. And if you can get a youth one. Uh, they're cheaper, uh, but yeah, no, I uh, I got plenty. Uh, I got an Aston Villa one coming, I think from 2014. I found that was cheap. Uh, I bought Those another one, another Villa shirt from this guy. So yeah, and we spent uh, our pre-match for the Sounders game on Sunday in the Aston Villa uh, supporters bar here in Seattle. Uh, you know. And watched the League Cup with a bunch of Villa supporters before uh, we went to the game. So that was cool. So. 
that, those jerseys yeah. are some of the really nice ones. And, you know, that's the weird one. I get the concept after Randy Lerner was the owner for a while, and I know he's not there anymore, that there yeah. would be fans. But still, it's not only set, centered on Cleveland, which is the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. is I get with you and me being fans of a sport because, well, yeah. As we say, you're older than me, and I write about the history, so I get that. But the traditional yeah. trajectory of what you think of fans wouldn't really know Aston Villa is anything more than a mid-table to a relegation-type club. Yeah. Oh, in their recent history, yeah, and they're they're in the zone right now. I mean, granted, they're only in the zone because of their – they didn't play this weekend, but they were playing Sheffield United too. So that one probably that would have been a tough game. United's flying right now for uh, the promoted sides. I mean, they're on the verge of a potential European place. Uh, but you know, you think about yeah, because in the last couple of years they were either fighting to stay in the Premier League or they're in the Championship, and they were barely, you know, they were one more season away from having to totally dismantle that team uh, if they didn't make it back to the Premier League because they were still on some big wages. They only had one parachute payment left, uh, you know. And they probably would have had to sell Jack Grealish, which would have been sad because, you know, that guy's Aston Villa through and through. I mean, he's like, he's from Birmingham, so, you know. Uh, and when yeah. I, I – and Villa Park is a cool stadium. When I went to Villa Park, it was awesome, so uh, – yeah, and I just love those English soccer stadiums. Just plop, plop down right in the middle of a neighborhood. You know, no parking. You just figure it out. You know, people are parking on the street, like half on the sidewalk, and or you just found another way to get there. So the train stops a block and a half, maybe a couple of blocks from, uh, from the stadium, and with signs directing you to the stadium right off the the train station. So that was, uh, it's it's not hard to get there by train. So because that's how we got there. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's one of the fun things about that. And I probably will try to get someone on about Aston Villa this year. But I, I was mm-hmm. thinking when I was going through the jerseys, and I finally, if anybody's followed this for a while, all the pod for any length of time, no, I'm 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 an AC Milan fan. I have been looking yeah. for years for a Milan shirt. Now I'm specific with my, I'm not overly specific with my jerseys because I don't get names on the back unless if it's a legitimate random star. Like my um, Nottingham Forest one is Stuart Pierce. Yeah, and one of my Liverpool ones is John Toshek. And that's about it. But with with, um, AC Milan, I don't want that Knight's Cross one. That Knight's Cross badge that they wear every so often. Yeah, I don't like that one either because I, I just think that's like the English national team. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. So I've been looking for years for a nice AC Milan one because that's always a nice one to follow. And, and strangely, one of the um, one of the um, amateur teams around here in the uh, in the refugee sector wears is sponsored or has. Like in has a contact to AC Milan, so they oh, wear cool. the jerseys. So I like yeah. I have some friends that have go back six or seven years that have their names on Milan jerseys, which is just awesome. So 
I mm-hmm. found one. I'm like, that's mine. I'm not arguing with it at this point. So yeah, <laughs> I'll take that. So fortunately, I was able to get one, and because because of because of the book coming out this summer, I was mm-hmm. able to get a I was able to get a um, Raquel me jersey for um, Boca Juniors. So yeah, that I mean, made everything much easier. Yeah, Raquel may good. I mean, because he's a legend at Boca. Yeah. Him, him or Martin Palermo would be one to get to, uh, but I prefer Raquel May. So, um, we get, I think that one, I have a Tevez uh, Boca shirt as well. So, you know, yeah. I, I no. like names. I'll take names. And I'm not that, I'm not, I don't describe, I'll take any name as long as I, I know who it is. So, yeah, exactly on this. So, I, I know, I know with it, with it. So um, anyway, coming up, I know we did a short pod last week, but it was just me because Duffy was Duffy was getting his taxes done. Something I still oh, haven't yeah. done yet. Yeah, you but, might want to put that off. I got fined twenty seven dollars by the IRS for not taking out enough tax. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I figured, sure. well, why do they care? They get it all at the other end. So you know, not only did I owe, which I I knew because I always owe, I also had the twenty seven dollar fine. So uh, we're gonna have to adjust that for next year. So yeah. and then I paid. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten that I, concept of having to pay taxes after you had them taken out. Of your checks anyway, but mm-hmm. if everything stays the same this year, I should actually get something back. So, which is which is good. So, <laughs> well, yeah, <see>. no, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, but um, I'm all done. Know. I I wouldn't paid it off, so I didn't want to wait. Yeah. I thought about waiting till April 14th, but I said, you know, I have the money now. I'm going to pay it now, and so I make sure it's done because you know, don't yeah, want the I, government to like wait for its money. Yeah, I owed a lot last year only because, not last year, but two years ago, because I was paid above and beyond. What what people yeah. don't tell you when you are a licensed coach is that you're a 1099 person, so yeah. everything you make is taxed. Oh, yeah. And I, I, since I saw that last year, I would, two years ago, I was paid above and beyond what I, what I needed. I was mm-hmm. like this year, like, guys, <laughs> I have a full-time job now. Let's not make me lose my yeah. income. Let's not. I need my refund. I'm going to. I, I'm going to the UK this year. Let's. It's okay. Yeah. Stephen needs to go. Stephen needs to go to the UK this year, which yeah. I'm going with my. I'm going with my father, which is. That's all right. Which is always, yeah. Which is always awesome. I, I, yeah. We all know I travel with my dad all the time. Anyway, what's coming up this week? Um, we're going to talk at least 20, 30 minutes with one of my friends from a long time ago. Um, you guys have heard me talk to Mike Elsimore, one of my good friends that put me on the pod. And eventually, I'm going to do a college ball pod to get Brian Haney, the voice of Kansas Jayhawks, on. It's, that's going to be a Sunday somewhere down the line. To get him on so I can complete that circle. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to get Dan Weimont, uh, Weimont, Weimont, whatever. I've butchered his name many times. <laughs> he was the striker for a uh, um, minor league team I worked here in the States, in Buffalo. However, he's a Tottenham fan, and he's very, 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 very British. So I've yeah. been trying hey, to... Hey, well, at least Tottenham... Tottenham did a lot of newsworthy stuff today. It was good timing. Uh, thanks, Tottenham, for uh, giving us plenty to talk about when oh, yeah. Dan comes on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it I mean, it's been, it's been quite a newsworthy year this year for Tottenham, let's be honest. So, uh, you know, they have uh, they've regenerated quite a few headlines this year, which, you know, so. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't think it was, not quite what they had in mind, but you know, there you go. So. Oh yeah, and and he's also an English English fan, so we're gonna give it to that. So before we get going, obviously, I'm gonna give you a couple minutes to talk about what do you think about. Um, and we're gonna do a little bit longer MLS preview going on, but oh. I, since we have you come, since we have you. Um, let's give a couple minutes what you think about Seattle for the year so far. Uh, wow, what a week. I mean, we uh, I go to the, the Olympia game, you know, two away goals. Yeah, we gave up two goals late in Honduras, but, you know, two away goals coming home, I felt, yeah, we got the, we're feeling pretty good. I was pretty confident we were going to get through, you know, uh, and they give up a goal literally in the first five minutes, so they're down. And even then, I didn't really worry because all we needed was a one-one, zero-zero. Any win, we're good, you know. And then we get two up. You know, Joe Paulo, uh, new signing that from Botafogo. He looks like the real deal. That guy is a stud. He has just been lights out since he's played. I mean, three games, he's got two goals and I think three assists already. So. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. You know, we he scores a, the go-ahead goal. We give up a goal in the 86th minute, and you know, no extra time in the Champions League this year. It's straight. I mean, at least not in the maybe in the final. But uh, right now, it's right to penalties, and we lose the penalty shootout. I think uh, Roldan shot finally came down um, a couple of days ago. But you know, I love Christian, but yeah, it wasn't a great penalty. Uh, so you know, we're out. Only MLS team. Not to advance, and I would, you know, the hard part for me was I think we had, we had, as long as we took care of business, which obviously we didn't do, we had an, the best route potentially to the final because, you know, if we get past Olympia, we're playing Montreal. All right. Not, not that that would be easy, but Montreal is, a, is an MLS team, so there's not, nothing shocking there, nothing to surprise you. You're staying in country while in the continent. You know, you're you're going to a place you've been to before. Not a big deal. You get past Montreal, then you then you meet Tigres most likely. But Tigres barely got past Alianza. They it took a last minute pen, uh, goal by the goalkeeper in a extra time. Well, in added time, you know, at the end of the game to even get through. And they were going out, you know. And then you know we get past them. You know, we had a good shot at being the first MLS team to win uh, CCL, which now, yeah. now we're not. It was great. You know, and then so. Chicago, we played Chicago on Sundays. That was, yeah, well, that was a good game. We started slow. You know, we gave up a goal, and then Morris came in and just lights out. I mean, 45 minutes, what a what a play, you know. Six so goals in the I, game, three of them 
three of them called off, uh, and now we're yeah, so not bad. So uh, it's you know, not healthy yet. So we'll exactly. see how it goes so once Dan, it's healthy. How long has it been since you and I actually physically talked to each other? Steven, is that you? Hey. Yeah, yep. that is me. Hey. Yeah, it's probably been, oh, my goodness, um, probably a year or so after I left Buffalo, so maybe 2010. So it's been almost 10 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Okay, Google, volume down. What, what, what's funny about that is Duffy doesn't realize this is, um, before all this podcast and writing stuff started, I was, I was a media guy for on the team side. And yeah. I kind of went from basketball to soccer or football. And one of the first people I dealt with is Dan. I Crap, I've known Dan so long that he just had graduated from college. And I mean, you were with your girlfriend, Tiffany, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Your wife. Still, uh, still and, with her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and somehow, Dan, you gave, she gave birth to twins a year apart. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster. I mean, yeah, we had so the the technically I guess the term they use is Irish twins. So they um they less than a year apart, 362 days. Um they're now three and a half and two and a half and we just put them to bed, so uh, the house is quiet now, which is nice. But um yeah, it was uh it's been life-changing that becoming a father and just you thinking about it being in Buffalo playing those uh, that summer up there doesn't uh, doesn't feel too long ago, but when you actually think about it, it's uh, ten years. That's uh, yeah. almost ten years. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been so long. It, it, here's what's funny about it: most of the team you co- you um played with are now coaches up here. Really? Okay. Most of it. And what's funny about it is I um he didn't play with us, but he should have. My good friend that is the director of football for the team I work with now played with ninety percent of the players that we played with. That you played with Mark, um, Casey, yeah. um, all the goalkeepers is good friends with Casey Durkis. and I haven't literally Dan not seen Casey or Mark. Since the day we stopped doing, since that season was ended. Wow. I live in Buffalo, and Dan, I worked at UB for eight years. I've not right. seen Casey for a decade. I walk onto a field with with my friend um, Mateo. Ma- Casey turns to all of us, goes, "Oh, hi, I know you, hi, I know." He turns to me and says, "Oh." Do I know you from anywhere? And my like, Casey, you and I worked together ten years ago. So Oh my goodness me. Yeah. That's so funny. a lot has changed and I when you when your number popped up, I knew I'm like, I'm gonna know his voice right off the bat. It's one of those oh, yeah. things. It's it's not changed. <laughs> no, I may just have a little less hair than I did back then, but uh, yeah. But you still, you go back, you go back to <laughs> you go back to England every so often, so it's not like you lose it every. You know, it's not like you lose it anymore. No, so. 
No, no, exactly. I think it's here to stay now. I mean, I I, yeah. I went back over uh, for Christmas actually, so that was the most recent time, and um, that was uh, that was good. Little, little refresher, caught a caught a game, so that's always good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. Well, when I when I go over in either August or um, November, I will have to get I'll have to get a hold of you because I'm going to be in um, Croydon for. I'm going to go to Bletchley Park and the National War Museum. Oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, obviously we don't want to have a reminisce of 10 years ago because <laughs> there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things Dan and I could say on air that would get a lot of teams in trouble. Really? And the, Dan doesn't want to get into that either. But anyway, Dan is part of the one of the funnier things that has happened. I've never told you about the Aaron Lennon jersey I had. Ah, oh, good Dan, old Aaron Lennon jersey. <laughs> Dan's seen it. Dan didn't ever hear the end of that one. Um, when Dan's a huge Tottenham fan, and I don't know if it was weird for you, Dan, when you came over at that, because obviously you came over and went to college here, is trying to yeah. follow the sport as someone that actually is British, actually lived in the UK and followed the sport there, and then suddenly getting everything cut off, is that my eyes in that year to the sport was through you. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was definitely difficult. I mean, being submerged in a, a football culture that, I mean, it's just, as you know, it's 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 so important. And, and a lot of times, depending on where you were, and if you're not around soccer people, you know, they don't understand what uh, mm-hmm. what it means to be a passionate fan. So to, to leave, you know, England, come to America where, you know, it was, it's a, and it still is growing, but it was very much a growing sport that, um, I mean, even 10 years ago, there wasn't nearly as much of access to the media and press and coverage. I mean, I, I, I actually think now we have better coverage in the U.S. than we do, you know, in England, watching the games with, uh, you know, NBC and everything, having access to that, um, you know, ESPN having the cups and, and T- you know, all that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, now it's great. But at the time, it was it was definitely difficult. So it was you know, text with friends or emails or, you know, obviously I could go on the internet and track down the official um, threads on the on the um, Spurs official page or Daily Mail or something like that. But now, I mean, you've got Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff that's just literally the second something happens, you, you know, you know, you're getting live um, statistics or a coverage on it. So it's uh, much easier and it's, I'm very happy about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. I think uh, we do get better coverage because you know I know uh, the packages in England are kind of pricey for Sky and all the various Sky and other uh, sports channels. Because when I was there last year, yeah. you know my my family had some of them, but you know oh I like to see that game. Oh they don't get that channel. Oh darn it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I, exactly yeah. Right. <laughs> so. But like the print coverage still so much. Better. I mean you still get you know. You still get so much more there, you know. I, 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 that's what I, yeah, I miss from being there. I could get the non-league paper and the and the the league right. paper, you know, and read those, you know, you know, and that kind of stuff. I eat that up, you know, and 
And here, yeah. you know, we're just trying to get to read my about my local team. We just won the championship. They still struggle uh, to get coverage in the paper. I mean, it's better than it was, but it's still not right. what I want it to be. So, you know. So I still fight with that, but, you know. So. And some of that yeah, is well, just, you know, Major League Soccer just goes other ways, too. I mean, the like yeah. the social media uh, and the non-traditional soccer media has grown so much. I mean, that's what we do. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and people just look for it that way because we've had to, we had to, if you wanted, if you want to hear about it, you had to kind of, you know, find it or talk about it yourself. So, you know, so that's Absolutely. what we do. But yeah, Tottenham very newsworthy lately. Oh my God, can they not stay out of the news? Oh my goodness, man! Picked a good time for you to come on. They kept making some newsworthy (laughs) stuff today. Holy mackerel! So yeah, I mean, I know. And they're still top of the table. I mean, the top half of the table. They're still, you know, I think they're seventh. Uh, Yeah. But you know, starting off firing Pochettino, which still. To me, it was a shock because, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, he 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 stood. He, you know, didn't spend any money while they're building the the new stadium, and you know, as soon as it's open, yeah, bam, he's gone. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't know how you feel about Mourinho, but you know, they seem to have responded to him. So, uh, I don't know what you think. <laughs> so, yeah, it you know it's um. It's very interesting because when I saw the Pochettino, when he, he was sacked, I, I actually felt like I'd lost a family member. It was, mm-hmm. you know, silly as it sounds, but from what, you know, the last five years of the memories, I mean, arguably that Ajax game in the Champions League was one of my favorite moments. And, and maybe unless we can win something, which would be nice, one of the greatest moments as being a Spurs fan that, that in my lifetime, um, yeah. you know, and then to... For him to be gone, I, I I called it literally within a couple of hours of him being gone. I said they're going to get Mourinho, so I just had a feeling that that was the move that that Daniel Levy was was looking to make. And there mm-hmm. you go. Next morning, been hired. You know, I mean, I, I go back and forth with him with Mourinho. I mean, he's he's won. Yeah. He's the winner. He's won. You can't ever take that away from him. You know, I don't think what he did at Manchester United was was fantastic yes he did win he spent a lot of money but it wasn't the most attractive football but no you know I mean at this point as, as a Spurs fan you know we played great football for five years and and before with you know Redknapp and whatnot but yeah this particular was really exciting um didn't win anything so it's almost like well do you want to play exciting attractive football and and not win or let's give a guy that's won a lot give him a few years if he'll stay that mm-hmm. long and, and see where you are at the end of that. And I mean, this, this well, 2019 was masked. Their performances weren't great. It was masked by that champions league run. In my opinion, I'm sure other Spurs fans would agree yeah. with that. Um, and then it started into this season champions league hangover probably had something to do with it as well, but in lack of funding, yeah. I, I felt so that the list the list goes on. But at the end of the day, for me, that the players, I think they let down Mauricio Pochettino. I I just felt that that was, you know, I, I was a little up, 
disappointed in some of those players that I want to win mm-hmm. trophies. Well, you had the, you were in the biggest game of your career, and yeah. you had it, and you know didn't get over the line. So it's, yeah. it, it's you know it's just one of those things. But we'll see. I mean, yep, like you said, yeah. we're we're sitting in uh, seventh and. You know, points are available. No one's fantastic. Everybody can drop points. You put a run together. Who knows what happens? Yeah. As long as you don't take, as long as Liverpool doesn't keep sliding, I'm good. I'm good with all yeah. of that. <laughs> I think you're safe there, Steve. No, I think so too. <laughs> I, I I would hope so. But strangely, with listening to as much, and I try not to listen to as much overseas, unless it's the football ramble, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. I'll go over there, because, Dan, you, you have the expertise. You know what it's like to read or deal with the British media, so that's that's definitely weird. But there's a lot of good parts with Tottenham. I mean, yeah. you had Christian Eriksen just go, yeah, I want out of here. Huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good parts that if you would say, all right, we got it there. Mm-hmm. We take it one more step. We can make yeah. Spurs even more global than they are. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you have, I mean, you don't have any real jerks on the team. Harry Kane, no, no, yeah, kidding. Harry Kane can kind of be a nerd, but I mean, they're all kind of. If that if Spurs could explode with what they have right now, I mean, they could take they could do it. Yeah, I mean, you that that stadium. I mean. I had the privilege. I went to see Brighton, uh, Tottenham against Brighton on Boxing Day at that stadium, and um, uh, it's absolutely incredible. Um, it, it it deserves to have a team that wins trophies play in that stadium, and I know these things don't happen overnight. And I, I have to remind myself, as you know, we have to, it's going to take time, and especially, you know, Daniel Levy, he's not going to go and spend two, 300 million like some of the other clubs can and, and may do. But, um, mm. you know, it does take time. And I think if Mourinho can get his the players in, he wants the injuries. I mean, oh, my goodness me, the, the you know, Kane, Son, Lloris, I mean, <laughs> Suzoko. The list goes on, not to make excuses, but that doesn't help. You know, the lack of investment from a couple of years before, but they were building the stadium you know, it, they just don't have the the so-called say Man City uh, money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I would rather be in. You know, I'd rather be where we are, building it the right way, than yeah. But and that's a whole other topic we could talk about. But um, yeah, they definitely deserve to to be. They have to earn that right now by putting the performances yeah. on the pitch to to pick up the points and and win the trophies. Unlike tonight. Um, that that was pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I mean, that's the that's the magic of the FA Cup, uh, I suppose. You yeah. know, going out on penalties to Norwich. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know who that benefits. Is Norwich really want? I mean, they could be like right. Wigan, maybe uh, win a cup and get relegated. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And as a fan, that's that's a tough one. I mean, Grant, we don't have to deal with it here, but you know, you get a chance to win a trophy, you gotta go for it. You just have to. You know, as a fan, I yeah. love nothing. I like more than celebrating trophies because I don't Absolutely. even care what they are. I celebrate them all. Yeah. If if they, if they put a podium up on the stands and they they bring the people out, I'm I'm gonna stick around after the game and celebrate it. So. Yeah. You Definitely. Yeah. You know, because when you're like you know. 10 years when I'm in my 60s, you know, I'm not going to, I wouldn't go look back and go, oh, yeah, remember that time we finished fourth in the league? Yeah. No, you're going to remember that time, remember we won the FA Cup? Oh, yeah, because, you know, trophies are what yeah. you remember, you know. You're exactly right. But, and, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, don't, I didn't see the lineup. I don't know uh, what kind of lineup they put out. Uh it was a decent so, lineup. I mean, he uh, he made a few changes. He brought in um, Oliver Skip. Um, he brought in Michelle Vrom in goal, which mm-hmm. was a shock. I was surprised to see him in there. Um, and then he made one other change from the weekend. Um, he he put um, the Tongan at left back, and, but it was a good it was a it was a good side. I mean, they, the bench was yeah. strong, and but they you know they. It was weird. They went up one nil. I didn't see the whole game, just periods. I was trying. Well, I was supposed to be mm-hmm. working, so. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been there. So, so yeah, no, I saw a bit of that, and then you know these are a toss up. It could go either way, and um, I oh, thought yeah. when they they missed that first penalty, it was going to be okay, game over, and then the Mella hits mm-hmm. the bar, and and there you go. But it it is it's the beauty of the the FA Cup. I mean, yeah. but yeah, it, that was that was for me the best trophy, the only real chance I thought we had of winning a trophy. I mean, Champions mm-hmm. League, we're still in that, but down, we got to go away. I think it's next week we go to Germany, so but hey, they did it last year, who knows? Anything's possible. Yeah, you never know. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and who knows? The way, uh, you know, are they going to have games? I mean, that's starting to creep around. Every, you know, Italy's playing closed-door matches now because of the coronavirus. Uh, right, and you know we've had a bunch of cases here in the Seattle area, uh, and then we find out uh, the the local state you know health department had misdiagnosed, and you know so God knows who knows what's going to happen because yeah. I work in a hospital, and oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know for me everyone's all we have people all not to make this into a coronavirus podcast everyone's all worried about it said so, you know we're probably the safest people here because you know. We have protocols to deal with that kind of stuff, so yeah. right. Yeah, no, you're exactly you know, just right. wa- just wash your hands. That's the thing. Wash your hands. <laughs> you bet. But, uh, um, <laughs> so who knows? Um, but you never know. Yeah, the Champions League. You know. Yeah, that now you just got to go one game at a time. So, but I don't yeah, really have I an mean, issue when you bring in like if you have a goal like Bourne, if if he's been your FA Cup goalkeeper for the whole run. And you want to care, and it's still his game. That I don't mind because at some point you, yeah. especially with goalkeepers, you you only get one shot. And if you say, okay, we're going to rest Loris during the cup games and let Bourne, because he's not, he's not like he's chopped liver. He's a very good goalkeeper. No. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, okay, this is your tournament. Run with it. And if he runs to the final, yeah, you got to give him. You know, if they would have made it, you got to give him the shot because you know. Uh, that would just be cold to uh, pull him at the last second yeah. and say, "Oh no, we're going to go yeah. with the other guy now because we want to win." Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. 
itself. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, only, like you said, one game at a time. They're, they're having a dip in form at the moment. So, uh, But, you know, they got the thing is, it's game, game after game after game. I think Saturday they play Burnley yeah. away, which is never an easy. And, you know, then it's Champions no. League next week. So it's just it, it, the good thing is you've got a game just around the corner to, to forget about the previous one. And, um, you know, points are there to be made. We play Manchester United coming up as well, so you know it's it's still there for the taking. They're going to have to put the performances, pick up the points, and see where they end. You know, come May. So uh, I'm optimistic. I always am. I try to be, and you know, I'm just uh, I'd love to just celebrate a trophy win. May yeah. may not be the season, but maybe this time next year we'll be looking uh, looking better and challenging for for mm-hmm. more. I mean, they won a couple of. Uh... You know, Carabao Cups or Capital One Cups that I can remember, but um, uh, yeah, and that's the trophy. I don't get why teams aren't more all in. Especially, I, I get maybe the Man Cities and the Liverpools and them, but you know, and of course, Man City just won it uh, again. Yeah. yeah. But some of those other clubs, because you know, those big clubs are ripe for the taking in the early rounds because that's when they play their. They're small sides. I mean, when Liverpool played their yeah. youth team, essentially, against Aston Villa, you know, yeah. so I don't know why more, especially the bottom half or, you know, mid to bottom half, why they don't go all in, you know, because you're still going to Wembley. You're still getting the trophy, yeah. you know, so. Oh, I would I would take a League Cup, uh, definitely. I mean, oh. that, was a, that was an awful – That well, I think that was one of the, the reasons Pochettino got fired was – that lost on penalties to Colchester. I mean, it, that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, but again, that game too. it's one of those hats off to the underdog. I mean, even as a fan, of, you just got to love that. I mean, the passion, the, the fight, the grit that they showed. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was embarrassed, but at the same time, it's well, like, ah, that's what cup games are for. That's what it's all about. So it was good to see that. Uh, but for yeah, them, how do you lose to freaking Colchester? I mean, I know. No, I know. Unless you're lead, you don't lose to them if you're in the top league. Exactly. Exactly. There's no excuses for that. I mean, and he put a decent side out. He made some changes, but that it was for me. It was they didn't. They didn't fancy it. They they did not seem up for it. And and you know maybe well they the other team culture so they deserved it on the night they got the penalties and did what they needed to do to to advance the next round and. You know, hats off to them, but that uh, that's sort of been the story of of games of late. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, just one of those things, the style. I mean, it's going to take time. I mean, Pochettino had his footprint on that team for a long time, and, and maybe mm. it got stale. And but it's it's all going to change now under Mourinho. So we'll we'll see. It's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting ride. We'll see how long he lasts and how the transfer budget is. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's the same old. It's Mourinho, but good to see him back in the Premier League. He's, he's an interesting yeah. character. <laughs> For me, you know, uh, strangely, Dan. You know, strangely, Dan. He's a. I don't know. Did you watch much of him when he was not coaching and when he was a commentator? I did watch a little bit. Not too much coverage because he was he was on Sky Sports, if I remember. So yeah. I didn't see a lot of it. But um, it was interesting to see him like that, and I think it was prob- it was probably a good education for him to be on a- be on the other side. Um, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that that's going to pay dividends for him, and you know how he approaches 
yeah. managing Spurs, um, you know, in the long run. She's but, not um, that old. She's not that old, which yeah. is surprising with how long he's been around. I expected yeah. him to be yeah. over 60 by now. He's Duffy's age. I'm like, huh? Wait, what the yeah. hell? He's young. Hey, life begins at 50, man. Just so yeah. you know. <laughs> in case you're wondering, life begins That's at 50. Uh, <laughs> That's the other but, thing. Like I have that with the University of Kansas basketball coaches that I've known. Known well, I was I was at the press conference that um, Bill Self came in at Kansas 17 years ago. God, I've been out of Kansas a long time. But anyway, did we overrate Pacicino? Now that you're looking at you're out, did we overrate him as a manager? No, I I honestly think um, I think he worked miracles with that Tottenham team, yeah. and he overachieved. Um, you know, I, I I whatever he did, the drive that that core players that fifteen sixteen season where um, they you know they lost out to Leicester. I think that was they were incredible, and then even the year after and and before. I mean, I I really I think he's he's a fantastic manager, and I think he, uh, I think that defeat in the Champions League final really hurt him. And then I think his next job, I'm, I'm just hoping it's not in the Premier League. I'm hoping it's somewhere else so I can cheer him on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan. I, I think he's, he, he worked wonders with that team and what he did to the young players and that high press. Some of the games, you know, when they put that Liverpool game, I, I have to bring it up. But uh, yeah. it's an interesting point. You know, at Wembley when they beat them four nil, and you look at the squad uh, they had, the game when they played Liverpool this season, eight of the players were still in the squad, whereas Liverpool I think had only two of them. And I think that that for me always sort of a transitional phase for both Spurs and Liverpool when Klopp, you know, now look at Liverpool now look at Spurs. I think that kind of mm. is disappointing. Um, and I do think that has to do with some of the investment or lack thereof on the field. But then you go at the stadium. So, but it's like, well, what do you want? You can't, unless you're, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but, um, yeah. you know, going back to, to Pochettino, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I know the rumors were Man United and I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, you know, I, but I, I, I think he deserves every plaudit that he got. I think he gets stick from especially Arsenal fans so he didn't win anything. But, um, you know, the style yeah. down to his man management. And I think that his time at Spurs, he would have learned a lot. And I think next job he gets, he's going he's gonna to be a top, top manager. Yeah, I, I will say I think Tottenham didn't do, kind of did him a little dirty because he stuck by mm-hmm. him when he knew they had no budget and he just made it work. He didn't really complain about it. Yeah. He didn't hear him doing a Mourinho who's always was always in the media complaining about he didn't he needed players and he'd already spent, you know, uh a ton of money. But, you know, Pochino just went about his business and he said, All right, fair yeah. enough, but this is what I have. Great. We'll make it work. And uh, you know and now or you think he would have been able to get some investment. Yeah, 'cause yeah, did the squad probably get stale? Maybe. Maybe uh, you know, they needed to shake it up a little sooner, but, you know, uh, I think they shook up the wrong guy. Because the one thing about Mourinho, 
if I could equate him to anybody here that might be, especially if you're closer to my age, I, he reminds me a lot of Billy Martin, you know, an old baseball manager who was great at fixing teams. He was kind of a miracle worker, but after like a year mm-hmm. or two, you know, everything he did to build the team up, you had to get rid of him because he would just, he was too much, you know, he, you know, yeah. Uh, so he would get hired and fired all the time because when he needed something quick, he could build it, but he just couldn't sustain it. And he'd always – I mean, he must right. have coached the Yankees five times, you know. And he was always getting fired wow. because, you know, he couldn't get – he's like Mourinho. He can't get out of his own way. You know, Mourinho yeah. is going to say what he thinks, and he doesn't care what you think or anybody else thinks. Yeah. He's just – this is just how I am. And – um but he's got the resume that can back that up. I mean, he's won, you know, he's won Champions Leagues. He's he's been really successful, you know. And yeah. he did better at Tottenham than I ever thought he would. I thought they were just doomed when they hired him. I said, oh, God. You know, because I still had Man United on the brain. And he, yeah, he won the UEFA Cup and some other stuff. But, you know, he was definitely going the wrong way with United. So, not yeah. that I don't enjoy it because... Uh, if any team needs to be taken down a peg or two, it's Man United because they've been full of themselves, and rightfully so in some regards, full of themselves for a yeah. long time. I'm sure the Man United lovers are going to come out of the woodwork. But yeah. just for me, I mean, Ooh. I've seen a lot of international friendlies come into Seattle <laughs> yeah. to see play my team. I've seen Barcelona. I've seen Chelsea. I've seen Celtic. I've seen Boca Juniors. I've seen big clubs. And everybody yeah. acted like guests in our house except Man United. They act like we were the guests, and it always rubbed me the wrong way. And, you know, very condescending. And uh, if they would just get relegated and go bankrupt, I would be a happy guy. I might be the only one in in Europe or in in North America and Europe that would be that way, but I don't care. You know, I'm not even a City fan, but I always want City to win when they play Man United. So, yeah. That's this weekend as well, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, sweet. There you game. go. So, yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's just, yeah, we'll just see what happens. I mean, it's um, it's a rebuilding. I mean, I've sort of almost written off this season in terms of I, I would be delighted with, you know, top four. I mean, that's, that would be, if we could do that, I think it's successful. That's still, I think that's a long shot. If City's ban stays, mm-hmm. which I my gut's telling me that's going to get overturned or reduced, maybe. Uh, my my I, I just, gut says that, too. Um, yeah. So I'm not looking at that as a freebie for fifth, but, um, you know, it's, there's still plenty of points out there to be won, so yeah. uh, we'll see, and we'll just yeah. leave it up to yeah. Mr. Mourinho, what what he can do with those players. So that's well, now, my on I'll be cheering them on. Yeah. Now, Dan, I did tell you I'd get you to talk a little bit more than 20 minutes, right? You did. You did, yeah. 750, 750 right now. <laughs> See? Oh, well, yeah. I have a question. It's not necessarily a Tottenham-centric question. It's just an English-centric question. What is it about yeah. the UEFA Cup that the English don't like? You know, because you, you, you get fans and they say, we want to be in the Champions League. But if they can't be in the Champions League, they don't want to be in the UEFA Cup or the Europa League. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And for me, I love that's my favorite European tournament because it's not as pressure packed as the Champions League. But you know, and I get to see teams I don't normally get to see, so I like that because I get tired of seeing Barcelona and Real Madrid and the, the usual yeah. suspects. I do. I get tired. You know, 
and they just go for it. The games are fun to watch, uh, but you know the English hate it. I don't know what it is about playing on Thursday yeah. that you know Thursday Sunday is too hard to yeah. get their head around as opposed to Wednesday Saturday. So yeah, and you and know. you know what's a really it's funny you say that because I I've I never understood. You know, before Spurs were in the Champions League the last few years, I never understood why they would play. You know, they'd rest players for the Europa League. I'm like, that's you. You can win that trophy. That's a trophy that you can go and win. And um, yeah. I never really understood it either. I mean, I know the from from what I hear, and I mean, again, I'm just one opinion. I know that they talk about the travel. Um, some of those smaller clubs that are in the Europa League, they're traveling. Yeah. You know, a long, long way. But then you look at the United States, some of those guys, when yeah. they, the MLS players, when they travel for an away game, they could be, you know, doing a couple thousand miles. I mean, it's just, you know, for me. <laughs> and the they, way travel they travel commercial, too, not charter. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're, yeah you're exactly right. So for me, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, hey, a trophy that you're into, a competition you're into to win, hey, you should mm-hmm. be, you know, try, you've got to manage your squad. I get that. But that, yeah. that's oh, I get that, too. That, yeah. I remember. Uh, see, Dan, you can do this stuff too. I've only been after you for what eight years. So <laughs> I remember just uh, just for a travel thing. I remember one year we went from here to New England to to Boston, played a game, flew from Boston to Guatemala City to play Comunicaciones, and then it came back. So I mean. uh that's, yeah, we. I'm on the. We're on the west, the top of the west. Only team that travels farther than us on is probably Vancouver. You know, you because. Know, okay. Yeah. You know, we have to go those cross country. You know, Seattle to Miami. That's not a short flight. So, you know, but yeah. it's well, all relative. Be, I mean, yeah. you know, I live in the U.S. Yeah. You know, five hour drive. It's not. You know, I live in the west of the U.S. Yeah. You know, they say, oh, it takes like three yeah, or four yeah. hours to get there. Oh, that's no biggie. That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're that, starting to say like to eighteen that. hour drive, okay, that's a drive. Yeah. But anything yeah. under <laughs> under five, that's easy. That's just a day trip. No problem. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. It, you're you're exactly right. I talk to my friends, Oh yeah, no, I'm just uh you know, I'm going away for the weekend. Oh, where are you going? Oh, it's about about five hours from here. That'd be like driving from, from London to Scotland. <laughs> and that's oh, why yeah. people just don't do it. Um, well, and so, the roads well, in England, yeah. I get it. I mean, uh, yeah. there's some. I mean, where my family lives in in the Midlands, you know, my fam my my family's from the West Midlands. Uh, you okay. know, and you're in those hedgerows, and uh, I couldn't do it. You know, I know it's the other side of yeah. the road, but those roads are just too narrow. I was always, oh, I know. Oh, you know, never slowing down. My cousin, she doesn't slow down, and these cars. Are we going to hit this car? And she said, No, no, I know my yeah. bubble. It's okay. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know my bubble because I was, ooh, that's close. Ooh, that's close. Uh, but, yeah, you know, yeah, I saw a lot of the country, you know. Now, Dan, have, have you driven in both countries? I have. I do do a lot of driving over there, to be honest with you. I normally, uh, you know, when I go back home, I get chauffeured around by mummy and daddy. So, uh, yeah. just because I'm only there. And, and normally, yeah, it works out nicely, but. A little bit here and there, just basic drive, but not um, not long trips or anything like that. So my driving experience over there is limited. I mean, so now, uh, I can't really give a fair judgment on that. States, right? You learned how to drive here, right? 
Yes. Yeah. I moved over here in, um, I was a junior in high school. So uh, I left, well, I was able to get my license pretty much right as I moved here, which was earlier than any of my friends in uh, in England. So that was nice. Um, so, and, and so, yeah, how I right here. is it to go back and forth as as a Brit? How weird is that for you to do drive every day American and then go over and do some of that? Is that as weird as people say it is? Definitely an adjustment. Um, but, you know, it's like that adjustment when you're driving sort of in, you know, the country roads, uh, you know, in the U.S. And then all of a sudden you're in, you know, Atlanta or something like that. And you've got seven, eight lanes of traffic either side. It's just an adjustment. But, you know, once you kind of get used to it, it's it's like riding the bike in a way. You, you just a little refresher and you're you're good to go. But it's it, for me, it's easier here. The roads are bigger. You know, it's you don't oh, have yeah. as many roundabouts. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's not too bad, but certainly it's intimidating. You you know, you pick your rental car up at Gatwick or Heathrow or whatever, and all right, on your way, and it's okay. Here we go. Let's jump into the madness. So it's um, definitely an adjustment, but you yeah. get you get used to it. Well, and you better know how no, to drive yeah. a stick because all manual transmissions in England. I don't think there's any automatics. At least I didn't see any. Uh, very very few very few yeah. and fortunately my parents have an automatic so uh, that helps out <laughs> well that's right didn't your parents move back in the last 10 years yeah they did they moved back uh, about three years ago and my two younger brothers so they're they're all back in england now um i stayed um you know my mom and my dad retired and they have a place here in south carolina close to us so they go back and forth and my brothers were at that time of their life where they just weren't sure exactly what they wanted to do didn't have any ties and they you know they did half their childhood in England half in America and, and decided to give life in the UK a go so they, they all moved back and they, they've stayed there so um, and they're all very happy yeah, yeah. well I, I, I told you I could get I could get more than 20 minutes out of you so you, de- you did de- well, Stephen. I'm, in, I'm impressed. It was all because you started with the Aaron Lennon jersey talk. It just rolled back the memories. <laughs> yeah. it, it it always works. I mean, I can make the I can I can make the most common people, or I can I can make a people a person like Duffy who has not done broadcasting since '89, make them yeah. into a media guy. So, never knows. We might make we might make Dan the South Carolina. Spurs. There you go. Hockey. Hey, God who knows. I, uh, Charles, you know Charleston Battery. I loved South Carolina when I was in Charleston. Oh uh, yeah, uh, my second favorite city in the. Uh, if I could move anywhere, I would move to South Car- or to Charleston because I absolutely loved Charleston. It it was just the most yeah. awesome city. You know, and I love water. You're right yeah. there. It's a lot. Of, I love history, and there's a ton of history there. You know. Great food, you know, being a, a guy who cooks for a living, they have great food there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good so, spot. Yeah, I'm no, I lucky. loved it. I do, I do like it down here. It's uh, between Savannah and Charleston. So I'm uh, just, just mm-hmm. well, I'm inland, you know, near Hilton Head, just uh, maybe 15 yeah. miles inland. Um, that's where I am. So, yeah, no, you're right. Hour, hour and a half to go up and see the Charleston Battery, which is not too bad. We mm-hmm. try and get up there. You know, once a season, so maybe uh, maybe twice if we're lucky. But uh, you know, it just all depends. But no, it's uh, it's, it, it's going like, to be interesting uh, like now it. that they're in uh, Patriot Point. 
because the uh, Black Ball or uh, MU MUSC uh, Stadium got sold, so uh, yeah, and the no, team got sold, I, uh, so I don't know if they plan on building a new stadium or are they just going to stay at Patriot Point because I loved uh, I loved the MUSC, but if I you know if it could be in Charleston proper as yeah. opposed to on uh, that little you know spit of land between. Uh, Mount Pleasant and Charleston, because when when yeah. I went, Daniel's Island, the Google map, yeah. the Google map would send me there one way, you know, and then when I'd come back, the the way it would send me back would be through Mount Pleasant. It was just weird. I did a circle every yeah. time, so, uh, but it was a cool, it was a great little stadium. I loved that stadium. So I am, you know, and well, yeah, no, it's a good good spot. Well, yep. Dan, this has been fun. Hopefully this is not going to be the last time we'll get to talk to you about Spurs or anything in the sport. I'll I'll drag you out of yeah. I'll drag you out of and uh, I'll drag you out of uh, being on Facebook. God, my boss is going to really hate giving me that back. Anyway, <laughs> this has been the Subbench. Talk to Dan. I'm not going to try to butcher his name again because as he knows, from 10 years ago, I butchered his name so many times, he just would smile and just walk away at the time. Anyway, that's right. it's been Subs Bench. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, you guys have a fun weekend. And oh, yeah. Talk to you again later. All right, Thanks for having good. me on.